Stay your blade from the flesh of the innocent. Hide in plain sight. Never compromise the brotherhood. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Boys and girls, this is episode 23. Special episode. Not really, but kind of. Sort of. It's going to be a ride number two, and uh, if you guys recognize what we were saying, that was The Assassin's Creed. The Assassin's Creed. As well as the maxim of The Assassin's Creed, which was the most important. Nothing is true, everything is permitted. Exactly. And for those of you, quick side note, don't know what an Rye is, it is an As We Remember episode. Yes. We're basically discussing something that we... Typically, this is going to be about video games, but every now and then we'll do like maybe movies, something like that. Obviously, if you heard last week's, we'll do a Kenzo. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. This is the official Jake and John pod, as we remember, Assassin's Creed episode. As in, we didn't research this, so the stuff about the older games is probably going to be weird. Exactly. <laughs> this is probably going to be a, um, do you remember when this happened? But yeah. bear with us, all right? This is an as we remember. Mm. This is our take from this Get from these games. Yeah. Some of it might be wrong. <coughs> Some of it will be wrong. <laughs> but if that if if you have a problem with that, just leave some fucking comments. Then there you go. And then uh, we uh, we already did one of the uh, as we remember it. Um, I forgot the episode number, but it was for the Gears of War. It franchise. was early. It was like episode three. Yeah, it was pretty early. <laughs> but it's for the Gears of War franchise. So in similar vein, we go through uh, a franchise or something that we both enjoy. And since uh, I think we've talked about doing this episode for a while, actually, I remember talking about having you finish. Assassin's Creed 3, Three before 4 would come out so we could do it. And then 4, but then came, four out. came out. <laughs> and then it took us took me 8 months to beat it because it took a 6 month break. <laughs> right? And then um now we've got 4 done on your end and uh Unity and Rogue are coming out uh probably around the same time this episode will be out, but you know. Well, this I think Unity and Rogue are coming out a week after or a couple days if after. If I do this weekly, <laughs> you will do this weekly. But I'll uh, we'll just record two podcasts yeah. every week. Oh. Re- regardless, regardless, this will be out around or before those two games come out. It'll be out before. <laughs> Don't worry, kids. I'll make sure Jacob gets Just like that time you bet Westbrook a million dollars and lost, you were cashing a check. <laughs> <laughs> or you're writing a check <clears throat> that you can't cash. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> Enough of that. Obviously, Assassin's Creed. We start off. Number one. Assassin's Creed 1. The bane of the Assassin's Creed existence. (laughs) As a lot of people put it, yes. Um, A lot of people don't like this game. And anytime I hear that, I want to slap them in the face. Me too. (laughs) What people have to remember is this is the first game. This this game was border... I want to say it was almost borderline launch with the Xbox 360, right? It came out... It was around that time. It came out very soon after the Xbox 360 came Mm. out. So it was very... and And what kills me with people arguing about this game is the fact that it's... This is the first game, so obviously everything you can do in two, three, four, you can't do in one because they didn't they didn't think well, about that, it. That's then. for any game you go back to anyway. Right, but, but that's what people bitch about about this game. Oh, Assassin's Creed One. Yeah, obviously the missions are very much the same. You do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go into a town, you do you you, um, you assassinate someone, you, you follow you, someone, you assassinate someone, yeah. you follow someone, and you eavesdrop on someone. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that's all you do, and then you get your contract, and then you go and do it. Like that, and 
if you wanted to get 100%, you had to do everything twice. Oh, find the flags. Ooh. The find the flags <laughs> thing pissed me off because it gave me a time limit, and I fucking hated it. But um, but what I want to what I want to really get into with the first one, the first one, what I from you know just thinking about it lately, it's the first one centers more towards, and even though you don't do anything, it's in my opinion, it centers more towards the real world story than it does the 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 Masaif story. This game is Masaif. Masaif. This game is more, it's a world, it builds the world of Assassin's Creed. Yes, very really. much so. And in fact, looking back on it, like until the end of the game, you don't even realize anything that's going on in the story exactly. until it's dropped on you like a fucking hot rock. They, and yeah. that's that's actually something I like because yeah. you're kind of like, okay, I'm doing this thing, what's it leading up to? You know, and it's like, oh my god. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and then, <clears throat> but it's, um, but I actually, I actually kind of like it. And let me, and this, um, and you'll know more of this. How how far, how long has the Assassin's Brotherhood been around? Well, it depends. Because this is in its, I want to say this is in its earlier days. Whenever they actually had their own, like, kind of self-run city. Like, Masaif was kind of like the Assassin's stronghold. The Assassin's right. They, they everyone actually, knew about it. They were like, yeah, they were like kind of a... Um, I don't even want to like compare it like that. I don't want to say they were like a race of people, but they were their own people, like a country of people. Yeah, they like, well, they were their own city state, right? Right, of the assassins. <clears throat> like they had their own, quite literally, like how in today's assassins, mm-hmm. you know, everything's secret. You know, yeah, no but one knows but back them. then, everyone's like, right, oh, this is like, the city of assassins. This is the know, city of like, assassins. This is how it was. Mm-hmm. My question to you, and this is because I haven't read up on it, and mm-hmm. I know you have a little bit. Were the assassin? Did the assassins? Did they basically create themselves to fight specifically the Templars? Um, yes, but I want to get to that more after we finish more of the story of this first game. Okay. Too. Before after we drop the bombshell. Okay. Well, as you will. Let me ask you this: <laughs> you want to? Because remember, as everyone knows who's ever played Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. there's always two storylines going on in the on the, right. in the game. Um, do you want to talk about the end game story or the real world story? Well, we'll go with both, just like the game. Like, for instance, let's start. Assassin's Creed 1, you start off, you're Desmond Miles, you get captured, yeah. say, by the modern day Templars. Well, in, in the game, you're already captured. Right, right. You were, as you find out, Desmond Miles, God, John, I'm going to assassinate you. <laughs> when you sorry, listen. sorry, I got it on vibrate, I got it on vibrate. Then why did it make a dinging sound? Oh, sorry. Oh, well, I turned it back on vibrate, so I got to the vine. Terrible. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Back to Assassin's Creed. Whatever, whatever. Ruined my flow. Anyway, you're Desmond Miles. You get captured by the modern-day Templars. And, um... Well, really, you're... You left the Assassin, the modern-day Assassins. You did. You did. And you became a bartender. You did not appreciate <laughs> how they handled things. Yes, you became a bartender, and, uh... You get captured by the Templars, and they put you in this, uh, thing called the Animus. The Animus. But the Animus allows you to basically relive your ancestors memories you know since apparently yes. in this world your dna it holds all of your ancestors memories and through this device you can relive it <laughs> which is actually kind of an awesome concept you yeah. ever thought of this well done sir mm-hmm. like it's awesome concept for a video mm-hmm. game and so uh you're actually reliving one of your ancestors uh altair um al bin something something like that yeah uh, well, like I said, this is as we remember it. So yeah, as we <laughs> forgive me. It. I've never been. I've never been big on his last name. Mm-hmm. Even when they spell it in the earlier games, I was mm-hmm. like. I can do the next one better, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and uh, it's during the uh, third crusade or something. The, during the crusades. Well, yeah, the crusades. Let's just say during the crusades. <laughs> yeah, the eleven hundreds. Um, 
And so really, what you're saying is you're an assassin, or your ancestor was an assassin in Jerusalem, around that area, mm-hmm. you know, the Holy Land, and you're going against the Templars, which, you know, as right now we're still thinking modern day type thing, so it's mm-hmm. the Templars, you know, they're it's, killing people in the name of the Lord. Basically. Everything, and so you're against them, you know, taking them out. Yes. You know. But, well, and this, and this leads into, because, well, this kind of leads into the story of, it's much more greater than just the Templars, you know, killing pagans, right? right and trying to retake the Holy Land. There's Which we find that out first. Actually, you know, and I think we did this because where I kind of skipped over like how you started out as Al Tair, like how he actually breaks one of the tenets of the Brotherhood oh, by compromising yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. We, okay, and so you so, have to start off like so, back at the beginning of being an assassin. Well, we we could have gotten back into that. Yeah. Like, well, either way, at the beginning of the game, like I said, you're Desmond Miles. You get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. The first thing you do in your first memory is Al Tair. You break the Assassin's Creed. Mm. You slay an innocent. Mm. Um, this is seen by your other brothers. And this right. is an attempt to stop... Um, what What is the name of that guy? I've been trying oh, to think man. of it since we started <laughs> this fucking episode. It's been too long, I think. But, yeah, that guy. That, <laughs> that guy, basically, he's trying to get the... Like, in, in, in more of like this gold. Yeah, or like, the apple. Yeah, the, they call it the apple. They call it the apple, which we'll get we'll apple. get more onto that in a minute. Well, like, that the Templars want. Yes. At this point is all we know. Basically, and it's... You know, and obviously they're doing it under the guise of, oh, we're retaking the Holy Land as mm-hmm. Christians. Well, the assassins obviously know otherwise. And so they're fighting them. Um, but at the same time you're fighting them, you, you get to visit, uh, what what are the three cities? It's uh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem Damas- Acre, Acre, and Damascus. Damascus yeah. uh, which are, you know, if you know anything, big time cities back in the... Mm. I want to say Persia, basically. Yeah, but it was kind the, of the Holy sound. Land, you know, yeah, the, the, the Middle East. Yeah, know. the Middle East. Yeah. Um, Middle East, right above Egypt, uh, right below Turkey, you know, that area. Mm. Um, but at, uh, obviously, at the same time, you're Desmond Miles, and um, you learn through like you know you learn things about like what's going on through conversations you can have with uh, the Doctor, mm, um, Doctor uh, Warren Vidic, Warren Vidic, and uh, Lucy Stillman, his assistant, and Lucy Stillman. Yeah, um, you can also read their emails and stuff, and kind of hack into their computer a yeah, little bit, which I thought was interesting. But because yeah, in between sections, as you're reliving Altair, you come out of the Animus because you have to, or else you know bad stuff could happen to you. And, yeah. You know, before Desmond Miles goes to bed, you can check the emails and stuff, and then you find out. Oh, what's also the subject seventeen? That means sixteen. What well, seventeen other? Because there's a subject zero. Yeah, and when you read the emails, you start learning more about the subject sixteen guy yeah. who ended up dying. Before you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I like to assume that most of the subjects before you did die. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like to but, assume that. But it's really more focused on 16, I would yeah. say. Which, you know, we'll get to some more of that yeah, at the end know, of this. You, the you learn about him a little yeah. bit more later. Yeah. Um, yeah, as far as, um, and this is just my take, as far mm-hmm. as, like, the end game story, like, you know, who you assassinate mm-hmm. and why you assassinate them... Whenever I was playing, I didn't really pay much attention to the names or the people who were doing right. it. Right. You had like one goal. It was the main guy you saw at the very beginning mm-hmm. because he was like the person. That Robert you de, de Sable. Oh, yeah. Robert de Sable. Yeah, 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 Who is a real person in history, which you'll find out yeah. in this game. This game is very historical. Well, that's and that's, yeah. what, and that's another thing that people love. Well, I, one of the things I love about I, this I, game, yeah. they <laughs> use real people from history, mm-hmm. and I love it. I absolutely love it. It ties, it, it ties it all together, and it makes it more... It almost makes it more real, more personal, because mm-hmm. I know who these characters are. Like, right. I, I, you can't, you can't not know who these people mm-hmm. are. So it makes it, it, it gives you that kind of feel for it. Um, but yeah, you go through the game pretty much. I mean, I guess 
you know, maybe it's just because I don't remember as much, but it, uh, up until through, like, the ending of the game, the story is kind of typical. It's not really very strong. It's just, you know, you're assassinating Templars. and Yeah, you're you know, assassinating, well, you're assassinating higher-ranking Templars right, right. that are affecting more than what you you, you want them to, mm-hmm. basically. Because there's, like, a, there's an even... There's a there's an even kill thing. Like if you're you know if you're just you know your ordinary average you know day like if you're a merchant and you're a Templar, mm-hmm. assassins aren't going to pay much attention. to Right. You. If you're starting you know. But if you're honest. you know if you're you know poisoning masses yeah. or you're trying to you know bribe official like if you're doing something that is going to negatively affect or or basically kind of stir the pot if yeah. you will, assassins don't like that. Mm-hmm gonna get rid of you and that's basically what you're doing through the first majority of missions before you get to robert de sable mm. R- robert de sable whatever the fuck his name is <laughs> and uh, and i like i said i honestly don't remember any of those guys names yeah that's the only one i remember i remember um there's another templar you meet who you spare her name is maria which you end up altair end, ends up marrying later on or whatever mm. and uh, there's actually a well, that game- wasn't part of the game though was it that was well. That was part of like the um, in like revelations. The well, thing. in revelations, you see more of her, and also in there's a PSP game which we won't talk much about. It's called Bloodlines. You mm-hmm. play Altair, and you go and you work with Maria in mm-hmm. Sicily, I think. No, you're kind of getting away from game. I know. Well, I'm talking about Altair still, but I mean, we're not, we're not going to talk much about the portable ones because I didn't even really play them, you know. But um, which may discredit this thing but hey fuck you guys i don't care this yeah we're, we're pretty much only going to talk about the main console ones and i'll also talk about liberation a little bit because i actually played through the whole thing of that okay anyway back to altair yeah he spared maria robert de sable um king richard was in the game too king like richard was in the game i yeah. actually whenever king richard was in the game i actually thoroughly enjoyed it because um if i can remember i don't think he was a templar he was just king richard and right. doing his doing his thing right he know? wasn't a part he, of he the wasn't puppet. part he was he wasn't yeah. a puppet like yeah. he was just he was one of the few people that were actually retaking the holy land for christianity yeah. like uh, it wasn't his thing to find the apple to find the piece of eden that was robert de Saab and mm-hmm. the, the templars the, the, really the hidden the, templar the, brotherhood yeah. <laughs> Not the Templars that we know in the real world here, but the Templars. Which is what I thought was funny is the fact that there were the Templars and there were the basically the hidden Templars. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was just one of those you know funny little things that I liked. But I liked at the end where you basically as um, and I'm I'm kind of shooting right toward the end of the main storyline. Um, That's fine because well, it's it's right before the end really. Yeah. Whenever you go and you hunt down Robert, uh, Robert de Saab. Robert, Robert Desaab. Robert Desaab. <laughs> you basically you hunt the guy down and you are like. King, King Richard's there and he's like, hey, you want to kill this guy? That's fine. <laughs> All right, we'll let God decide. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you get, and you basically like fight him. Before you get to fight him one-on-one, you have to fight like 10, I was, I almost, I think it was, yeah. was 10, 10 other Templars, which Something like that. if you know if you went up against a Templar one-on-one, it was a fairly difficult, mm-hmm. you know, thing to do if it, you know, didn't have it down or whatever, or whatever. Um, but then after that, you go back to tell... Oh, what is Al Mualim. Al Mualim. He's the, the uh, grandmaster. He's the grandmaster you know, of the he's, he's the leader of the Brotherhood. Basically, the leader of the Brotherhood. And what we find out eventually. Well, actually, was this the. At this time, was this the only Brotherhood? Uh, because no. we learned later that yeah, there we were do. other Brotherhoods right. sprinkled around. I, I want to say this was the main one. The main headquarters. Yeah. I, I mean, people can look it up if they want, but, <laughs> you know, they're. Yeah. Well, anyways, you go back to him, and surprise, surprise. Yeah. He's all dick dastardly in disguise. <laughs> all right, <clears throat> pretty much. He takes that apple from you. He's like, "Thanks." He's like, "Thanks for the apple. I appreciate everything mm. you've done for me." Mm. Now I'm gonna kill you. Now I'm gonna <laughs> kill you, basically. And he basically, 
the boss battle, and the boss battle in this one I didn't really like all that much. It was kind of annoying. Well, he shows the power of the apple, pretty much. Like, yeah. he makes copies of himself, you know. He, he looks like some magical juju. You're like, what the hell is going on here? Ba- basically, <laughs> basically, it's a magical juju yeah. thing. Like, it's just... Especially back in this time, everything was like, you know, anything... This is where the game, it turns around, it's like the, the true crime thing, if you ever played that game, like how it becomes supernatural and stuff, even though it's really a cop game at first, but it's just like, what? Yeah, and you realize, <laughs> and you realize everything you know and everything everyone else knows is basically a lie. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, and then after you beat El Mualem, uh the apple opens up and you get a map of the world with a bunch of dots on it. Showing you know, where showing other apples were. Well, other pieces of Eden are at, and also the date, uh, December twenty first, two thousand twelve. Yeah, because and then you know you find out like, and obviously as you are yeah. very confused. Yeah, and you're this like, is what? like back in eleven hundred something. All right, and then all right, a game mechanic in the game is called Eagle Vision, right? Yeah, it's something you have, you know, which we'll explain later because you find out more about it later. Um, you use it, you can basically differentiate, like, you can see who Templars are, and you can get targets, you know, by, it's like a sixth sense. Yeah, it's, it's a sixth sense, of course, that only really assassins have. Right, but, um... Well, it's, it's kind of like a bloodline thing, Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a bloodline thing, and you see that, and then whenever you, uh, Desmond gets out of the Animus after this Al Mualam thing, um, you yeah. can use it yourself, because... He unlocks it himself. There's this thing, uh, called the bleeding effect, that you learn about. When you're in the Animus... Way too long. You yeah. start. You start. You know, getting things. acting like and seeing visions of right. previous, and they start mixing for you. Your brain mm-hmm. can't differentiate the past from the present. Which, and not to skip to it real quick, but like at the beginning of Assassin's Creed Two, you're escaping the facility, but you know how to be an assassin. Like you know all the moves and stuff. Yeah. Like all the parkour because of the bleeding because of the bleeding effect. Well, but, and you had a little bit of training earlier in your life, but you right. find out about that later. Like yeah. Said, but back to one. Like at the end, you see. All right, and this is the end of the game. You turn on your eagle vision as Desmond. You look at the doctor's assistant, Lucy. She's blue, which means, oh, she's an assassin. Yep, that's how you so. find out Lucy's actually an assassin. And mm-hmm. then she also unveils, like I said, a little yeah. bit later, that she is also missing her finger, which mm-hmm. they sh- shouldn't have done that. But at the time, at the time, it was how they did that. And you see that, and then you also like see all the stuff on the wall of your room, written in blood from Subject 16, about all this December 21st, 2012 stuff, and mm-hmm. all, you know, this crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, the end of the world, basically. Yeah. And then, world, what is it, like a solar flare or something like that yeah. that's going to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, uh, and you also realize this game takes place about a couple months before December, and then all the other games up until, well, up three is really the penultimate one in that part, mm-hmm. they all lead up to this date. Yes. You know, December 20. 20- first 2012 yeah and um and that's pretty much the end of the first game you're like whoa it's like just a big question basically the first game like (laughs) well it it, it basically just as far as like real life story time which is the in my opinion the real story of the game is the real life section part Mm -hmm. of it it really like the end of the first one just caused so many more questions yeah. than it did answers. It's a big world building thing. It's like okay, yeah, what's it, going on? It just basically <laughs> it basically opens. The, it's basically like the first chapter of a book mm-hmm. where it's just like, and it's like in Harry Potter, Hagrid shows up. Harry, you're a fucking wizard, and yeah. you're like, holy shit, mind fucking blown. Mm-hmm. I can do all this fucking shit. Like it's 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 one of those things where you're just like, you know, what about this? What about this? What about, can I do this? Or can this? You know, mm-hmm. what is going to happen? And yeah. that basically leads into the second one. Well, and you also find out, like, oh, with sorry, sorry. the pieces of Eden and stuff like that, you also find out the Templars' plans with the modern-day oh, Templars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're trying to gather the pieces of Eden to make a satellite to basically... Mind fuck everyone. Yes, control the world. In, in the terms of Naruto, it's a... Uh, <laughs> it's an infinite Tsukuyomi. <laughs> it's, 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 
Basically, they're just going to put everyone under a fucking spell and rule the world with their rules. And that's and that's actually the primary reason why assassins are uh, against are, the Templars. Oppose them because the Templars they seek the the assassins and Templars kind of seek the same thing. Yep. But they want to seek it a different way. Right. Templars want to control everyone, where assassins want everyone to be free. Exactly. Like they both seek harmony. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they're doing it for the greater good, yes. quote unquote. But Templars want to yeah. control, or assassins want freedom. Yes, that's very. That's the basic nutshell. That, of, that's in a yeah. basic nutshell. Assassins versus Templars. Assassins versus Templars. <laughs> and then, like I said, now you go into two. The very first before two. Oh which, Jesus! I'm trying to go to two. But. I'm just going to mention real quick because I didn't just like a two minute thing. There were um, two games that have Altair in them that were portable. There was Assassin's Creed Altair Chronicles, which was a 2D side scroller for the DS. Never played it, so I don't know what went on. It's a prequel to the first game. Like, it leads up to the first game. Awesome. Okay, okay. so it's a Altair Younger Days. Yes. Then there's uh, Bloodlines, which is after the first game, where you meet up with Maria again and stuff. That's a PSP game, which I've started so it. So that one's kind of in between... One and two. One and... No, one and Revelation. Well, okay, Revelations... Because there's a lot of shit that happens in between We'll get to Revelations two. eventually, but Revelations, you get to learn about what happened to Altair, basically. And, yes. like, you get to see more of his story. But, uh, but other than those two portable games, we don't hear from Altair until then. Other than, like, in books and media and stuff. Right, right, which right. we won't get too much into, because I probably forgot most of that anyway. Right. Although I do have all three of the encyclopedias. <laughs> True. True. Okay. Alright, well, now, on to two. On to two. Alright, beginning of two. Like well, we, two. Well, first off, two takes place, uh, literally, in real world. Well, real world, it takes place right after one. Literally, literally like, a minute after <laughs> yeah. one. Like, You're like, ah, oh, because you realize, I think, isn't Vidic going to kill you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they plan to kill you because you found out what You know too much. To you. you know too much, they're going to kill you, yeah. and then they'll get a Subject 18. All right. But, so then <clears> Lucy's <throat> like, let's GTFO, Desmond. GTFO, <laughs> they get the fuck out, and they meet up with other assassins. Mm-hmm. And then you go back into the Animus. Mm-hmm. But you don't go and play Altair. No. Right. You go, what, 600 years later? Uh, 400 years 300 later? 300 years later. It's in the 1400s. Okay, 300 Italian years later. During the Italian Renaissance, you play on... Ezio Auditore de Ferenza. And is, let me ask you this. I don't remember. Is Ezio, is he a descendant of Altair, or is this from a different lineage? No, Ezio is a part of Desmond's father's okay. line, while Altair is a part of Desmond's mother's, mother's line. Okay. So, so Desmond has a fucking double <laughs> Desmond has shot assassins, of assassins on both sides of his family. Yeah. And now we went from Very famous side. assassins who were, you know, both like yeah. grandmasters. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. He had a lot of grandmasters in his yeah. family, apparently. Well, anyways... From his father's side with Altair to his mother's side with Ezio. Other way around, I think. Or, it doesn't yeah. One parent had one. It doesn't matter. Either Whatever. way. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> anyway, you're 300 years later. And basically, this is the story. And I've researched this a little bit. This is the story of Ezio Auditore de Ferenzi. Um, and this is... <laughs> you, said, you said it like the southern way. I know. It's, it's fine. It's fine. But you start off, Ezio... You actually start off being born you as Ezio. You start off being born. Button mashing. <laughs> yes. Born. Breathe. <laughs> Breach. <laughs> Kick leg. Smack dad. <laughs> so you're born as Ezio, and then you go to his teenage years. Yes. <clears throat> and from his teenage year, I mean, you really... This is like just the very beginning of the game. Teenage mm. years, you go to um, uh, early adult years, 17, 18... I think which Ezio has three games, which we're gonna get through. I, I'm gonna say that a lot, probably. But I, I think this is why Ezio is one of the more fan favorite ones because we get a whole trilogy of him, yeah, we, like on the we console. Got a, we got three. We see his whole life. We yeah. Much. We see literally his entire life Mm-mm. from his birth to his death. Yeah. Um, but in this one, basically, 
your your parents or your dad is a fairly fairly famous. I want to say banker, right? Right. And slash uh, assassin. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, well, he's kind of retired almost. Right, but he gets like the. He's working with um, the Medici family, I believe. Yes. Well, no, yeah. I thought it was fighting the Medici family. Right. The, yeah, because the Medici's are the ones that get him killed. Yes, because they the Medici's were part of the <clears throat> Templar Brotherhood, right. which we find out later in the game. I just spoiled a little bit, mm-hmm. but for you people listening, you've probably played Assassin's Creed too. <laughs> um, well, basically, anyway, as he was uh, a teenager, and he goes out. Isn't he going out like night prowling? He's a fucking pussy hound. Yeah, first no, of he's all. he's a, he's a fucking. <laughs> he's a ladies man let's yeah, just say that absolutely he's all about him um, wasn't it on a night whenever you went to go see your fair lady yes and then I, you come back home you and come back home you find out that there's been an arrest yeah. your dad and your brother and your brothers brothers have been arrested mm-hmm. uh, and your mom and daughter mom and sister mm-hmm. were they they weren't arrested I don't think so. They were they, safe because they make it through the rest yeah, of the Yeah, they, they were sa- I don't remember. They weren't arrested. I think they were, like, off visiting someone or yeah. they were doing something. They weren't They weren't affected. But, uh, and here's here's where the as I remember it goes through it. Like, did uh, did your Uncle Mario come and get you at that time or was that after all this? No, that was after. after. That was after. Um, because right. what it is, you get, like, because um, you, you go to this guy, a family, uh, family friend. Right, right. To help you. And he's like, yeah, sure, we'll help you, we'll help you. And then in the back behind him is... is uh, Medici, um, right? No, not Medici. Not Medici behind yeah. him is the Pope. But he wasn't Pope yet. Yes, it was... Uh, Cardinal Borgia. Borgia, yes. <laughs> ah, Borgia. That's right. Bastard. But anyways, you, you learn that, oh, no, they're going to hang my dad and my brothers. Mm-hmm. And this, I was like, like I said, I looked this up. This actually happened in real life. They, yeah. hang, uh, they hung the family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you go... You try to hide. You try to go get him, and you talk to your dad while he's in prison. I want to say you talk. You talk to your dad while because don't you sca- you scale the castle? I think so. This is going to go back to fuzzy memories. This, yeah. Yeah, this, this is the as we remember part. This is the fuzzy because he's the one that tells you to go look in his locked trunk. Right, and that's where you find the hidden blade. And that's where you find right. the hidden blade and the outfit. Right, which is a lot cooler than Altair's outfit. It's yes. a lot fancier, a lot nicer. Well, it's the Italian Renaissance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> but anyways, you go and you get that, and then you go back to try to save your dad, your brother. Oh, wait, no, he tells you to go get your mother and your sister. And right, and to get him out. Yeah, get yeah. him out. And to contact the uncle. Right, That's Uncle Mario. Yeah. Uncle Mario. Yeah. It's a me, Mario. Yeah, he yeah. does say that later. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Yeah, thank, thanks, guys. <laughs> well, anyways, you, get, you go, you get your sister, you get your mom, you get him out of there. Then you go back to try to save him. But basically, you just watch them hang. Yeah, you're a little late. <laughs> and but at the same time, you also learn that the guy you went to for help is the fucking douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> that is the reason why they just died. Right. And it sucks because your you know your younger brother was a little boy. I mean, you had an older brother, so he's a man. Oh uh, yes, I think it's Petruchio because you find his feathers and then cry a little bit every yeah. time. <laughs> you have to search for his fucking feathers. I never I never bothered with it. <laughs> but uh. But and meanwhile, honestly, like, and this is where, and this is what I, I kind of like. This also kind of didn't. The end story, like the real life story, almost almost kind of takes a pause mm. for the first like three quarters of this yeah. game because you're literally like just chilling in this secret assassin base with you know yeah two it's, other, it's like your own little town. Uh, well, well, no, or, no, 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 no. The real life thing. Remember? They, oh, the re- oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 like a warehouse. Present day. Okay, present yeah. day. They're in the warehouse. That's right. They, yeah. You just go to a warehouse with Lucy. 
Yeah, and, and they, they have the Animus 2.0 and the other You know, the Animus 2.0 with yeah. their own scientists. You, you meet two new yeah. characters, which Rebecca both, and Sean, yeah. You, they're very likable. I like. Yes. I love Sean. <laughs> love Sean. He's, he's just funny. He's a British dickhole. But basically, <laughs> but from, from what I can remember, you really don't do anything in there. Like, you can talk to him and stuff like that, but you, you spend the majority of the first part of the game... As Ezio, yeah, doing Ezio things because after, like, after you watch your family die, then you, uh, <coughs> you know, lay them to rest, pretty much. You lay them, and to then rest. you get the fuck out of town. You get, you ba- <laughs> yeah, you GTFO with your mom and your daughter, your mom and your sister, uh, sister, and you go to Mario's little village. Well, uh, Mario meets up with you, yeah, and, and he's to, like, "We're going to my city, Monte yeah, Regione." Yep, and that's going to be your assassin base for the rest of the game, pretty much. Yeah, um, actually, and on through the next game, really, too. Yeah, but, I was about to say. Um, but yes, uh, you have Monteregione, and that's your headquarters in Italy. Well, and then the game introduces a whole new aspect to it—the whole build up a city thing. Yeah, whatever you that's can build, called. you can build shops. You know, uh, brothels. <laughs> you basically you basically turn Monteregione into a prospering a, city. A prospering city. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I just went blank. Um. Oh, also there. Uh, sorry about that. And it also it also leads you into learning about um, the three factions that work with the assassins. Yes, the thieves guild, the thieves, the um, courtesans, the courtesans, and the mercenaries. Yes. Um. They are in the game. They're kind of like from the first game. How you had the guys that would yeah. you know wrestle. Uh, what. I don't remember. They were basically mercenaries, pretty much. (laughs) (coughs) They were just like villagers who had had enough. (laughs) You basically get to work with them throughout the game to help you. Like, obviously, courtesans, you get them to distract guards. The mercenaries, you get them to fight guards. And the thieves, you get them to get the guards to run away. Yeah, and they'll they'll be more acrobatic (laughs) than the mercenaries. Yeah, basically. Um, And this game also um, brings in the assassin contracts. Yes. This game brought a lot of new things to the Assassin's Creed world. This is why a lot of people like this game. It's also I want to say two was probably. Um, I almost want to say two is like the most popular. Well, not just the most popular, but I want to say it, at least it felt like one of the longest ones. Definitely one of the longest ones, if not the longest game to play. For me. Oh man! But it was good. Like it had all the story. It had two DLCs. They were yeah. not didn't even have achievements, but I wanted to play them anyway. Well, they were part of the story because, yeah. and you find like the the story goes, you know, and Assassin's Creed you have sequences. Right. Okay. Okay. We'll go. The story. Let's before we skip ahead to that part because that's like sequence thirteen. Well, and no, 14 I, or I was something. just gonna explain the whole the DLC. The story mission goes from sequence eleven mm-hmm. to sequence fourteen. Yeah. The DLC is sequence twelve and thirteen, mm-hmm. and that's why buying the DLC was actually kind of important for this one. Yeah, because uh, once you get to uh, sequence fourteen, you, you're older. You have a beard now. Shit went down <laughs> that you hear about, but yeah, you you progress in age almost. Yeah. Well, no, you like, go from a baby to your forties, pretty much. Well, yeah, <laughs> like I was about for some reason I keep thinking like the first part, like, but yeah, you basically go into your late thirties, early forties in this mm-hmm. game. It's a long progression. It's not like the first game where it all happened. And this is this is not current day because the current day time frame only lasts current day is like, like a couple days, <coughs> a couple, couple of days. weeks maybe. Uh, yeah, well, a couple weeks. Yeah, because they, uh, well, but like in the game, you it spans like quite literally four yeah. years. Whereas in Assassin's Creed One, it spanned like what 
maybe a year or two. Yeah, that, well, a few years, I'm a sure. Few, a few years. It wasn't long. But I'm sure that's why people like Ezio is a fan favorite, because you get to see him, like you said, from birth to death. You yeah, know? Quite, <laughs> quite literally. Um, and he doesn't die at 40. There's still two more games we'll get to. But, <laughs> but in this one, this one is, um, they introduce a lot of... Um, Shit. Historical figures as assassins. Yeah. You get to meet Leonardo da, Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci. He makes your tools for you. You know, you get a second hidden blade. You don't have to cut your finger off. Yeah, and anymore. this one they learn how to get around the whole cutting the finger yes. off thing, which is why I didn't like Lucy showing. Oh, look, I've only got half yeah. a ring finger too. Yeah, which that was a, that was a, another thing. Like that's how you could know someone was an assassin back before Ezio's time is they would be missing their ring finger on their left hand because, because they needed that spot for yeah. the hidden blade to shoot through. Mm-hmm. But Leonardo da Vinci, he uh smart guy, man. He, yeah, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. <laughs> yeah, you get that from him. You get a gun from him. He makes a gun for you. He, he does make a gun. He makes a parachute. <laughs> he makes the flying machine. Yeah. Um, he makes the tank. Yep. The tank, the tank. I hated that mission so much. It was just annoying. I did it in you know first round, but I was just like, fuck, let me just sit, swirl, shoot. But yeah, he's one of your assassin friends. Eventually, Machiavelli's an assassin. Machiavelli, he was a douchebag, but he was still an assassin yeah. nonetheless. Uh, Caterina de Forza. Caterina Sforza. 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 She was an assassin. She helped you out. You end up boning her in the next game at the very beginning. That's right. <laughs> which uh, and this and what's what's what I like about this game? If you watch, uh, if you had Showtime or Stars, I don't remember it's, the uh, the Borgias Showtime. Ser- yeah, the Borgias series on Showtime lasted three seasons. I think I started the first season. I never <clears> finished <throat> it though. But I I wanted to watch that show because of Assassin's it's on Netflix. Creed. Oh, is it now? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, watch that show. It's this. It's basically the life and times of while he was Pope mm-hmm. of uh, Borgia and mm-hmm. his children. He's the bad guy in this game and in the next game. Mm-hmm. So kind of like like Catalina Sforza, she's in the Borgia series. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole, and this kind of, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, but just yeah. detailing her. You know how she pulls her dress up and is like, I have the power to create thousands yeah. of children. She does that in the Borgia series. Yeah, because it's, you know, they try and be historical with these games. and Yeah, the, like know, actual historical events happen in these games. Yeah, like, uh, also skipping ahead a little bit, still in this game period, though, um, Lucretia Borgia, you know. Lucrezia, yeah. Lucrezia, Lucrezia Borgia having uh, relations with her brother. <laughs> yeah, that was, well, that, that, in the Borgia series, that doesn't really happen, uh, but it's it's kind of strongly it's, hinted yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and I don't think it ever, like, in history books, I don't think it ever actually happened, but it was, it's, it's, it's strongly <laughs> hinted at that they had more than just a brother-sister mm. type, um, they had a Lannister type affair. <laughs> but yeah, you go through, um, let's see, where you, you know, just like the last <clears throat> game, you assassinate, you know, Templars, you, the first person you assassinate is one of the Medici children, mm-hmm. actually, I believe, and like that weird city that's a multiplayer map, <laughs> it's like a bunch of tall buildings. Basically, uh, yeah. <laughs> But then you go out through Italy, like Rome being the biggest city you go to last, and everything. Um, well, what, what I what I enjoyed about this game also, and this and like I said, this game brought in a lot of new things to the Assassin's Creed. You could steal weapons and use different mm-hmm. weapons. You could buy weapons. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't, you weren't stuck with the, you know how in the first game. Oh, I got my knife back. Oh, I got my sword mm-hmm. back. Oh, I got my, uh, you know, my my throwing knives. Yeah. Like, in this game. <clears throat> Did your computer just turn off? It's good, no. <clears throat> okay, well, in this game, you get to buy weapons. You get to buy different kinds of swords. You could buy um, heavy weapons. Um, mm. You can, um, And there's also, um, you said the gun. You mentioned the gun. Mm, yeah. but you could take, like, whenever you're fighting somebody, and it also brings about different types of guards as well. In the last game, every guard was the same. 
was the same except for the Templars. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> On this game, they have different types of guards. Right. And you could also disarm a guard and use their weapon against mm-hmm. them, which was always fun. And in this game, I loved it because you could swim. Remember? Yes, that's right. The first game, you could not swim. If you fell in the water, that's you it. died. <laughs> Apparently, all that assassin gear was just too damn heavy for it, you to swim. It, it had what I like to call Grand Theft Auto Syndrome. <laughs> <clears throat> like, why the, can't I swim? Fall in the water and you just die. And that was annoying, especially if you were flag hunting or something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, trying to get run after somebody. It's just one of those annoying things. But yeah, um, and as far as the story, like, trying to think of more important parts, like, you know, because it's 40 years, you go through how, uh, like, uh, one, or, uh, Borgia, he becomes the Pope, you know, and then you find out he's the leader of the Templars in that area or whatever. Like, he's the, he's controlling the strings here. He's the Templar Grandmaster. I would almost say he's the Templar Grandmaster of the world at this time because he is the Pope and how strong the Pope is. Right. Worldly. But anyway, and you go through that, like, uh, as John mentioned earlier, there are two missing chapters where it's just kind of like, oh, these are corrupt, you know, but if you download them, you play them. And in between that time of Ezio being, like, in his 20s through his 40s, like, he actually loses, like, they get the apple, you know, for the assassins, and he loses it, mm-hmm. point, and he has to get it back. You yeah. Know, that's during that part. He gets well, that. Well, and also you learn that this is a different apple. Right, yes, than the one that El Muellum <clears throat> had. Yeah, completely <clears throat> different apple. And this, and this kind of leads into the whole... There are, and, and, and at the very end of the game of the first one, you learn there are tons of these, pe- tons of these, not necessarily apples. They're not just apples, they're um, pieces, pieces of, Eden. of Eden. Like, for instance, uh, <coughs> the Shroud of Turin around Jesus Christ was a piece of Eden, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, and then there's, I don't know if they were part of the oh, apples. Oh, or I, before, before you get into that, <clears throat> one thing that I loved in this one. The backstories that you could find. The backstories yeah. that you get to learn about. You get to learn about how... Hitler was a Templar. Mm-hmm. How Henry Ford was a Templar. Yes. How Tesla... No, no. Tesla was an assassin. Tesla Edison was an was assassin. A Edison was a Templar. We all know who won that battle. Yes. <laughs> we all know who was pulling the strings there. Yeah, like, you get, you basically get to learn that all these famous figures in history have a, a Templar and yeah. assassin background. Or, uh, George Washington, which that'll come to play later, actually, in the games, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, how all these historical how, events were all assassins versus Templars, yeah, basically. Ba- basically, you learn in this in the game shadows. from, from basically, uh, Aldo Wallen's day, mm-hmm. um, that assassins and Templars have shaped the world. Pretty much, yes. Basically fighting each other. Basically, like I said earlier, assassins wanting everyone to have freedom, Templars wanting everyone to have... To be controlled. To be controlled. Mm-hmm. A controlled freedom, if you will. Actually, the interesting thing you said about Hitler and Henry Ford, it even ties together how, like, Henry Ford was kind of a... Yeah, Henry Ford, you know, for (laughs) for anyone who knows history, Henry Ford tried to prevent Hitler from doing all the crazy shit by being, like, a peace type guy. He actually went on a boat over there and tried to have discussions with him. But he was also a big (laughs) anti-Semite. Yeah, so... (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) But yeah, because they have the whole, like, uh, one of the pieces, like you said, about Edison and Tesla, like, they have the whole... uh, Edison killing an elephant with the DC current or or AC current, whichever one Tesla was promoting. Tesla Tesla did uh, DC. All right, yeah, because they killed the elephant with the DC. There's the video of that you can look it up online. You know, it's, uh, it's it, awful. Yeah, which Edison killed an elephant with DC current to prove how dangerous it was. You know, which is awful to, to go against Tesla, pretty much. And but, he won. <laughs> yes, he did, as history shows. <laughs> so incredibly unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and, and all that stuff that you find out, it was actually left into that subject sixteen left those into the memories somehow, like through the animus. Yeah, it was weird because um, 
It's, is this, this is the one where you, you find, the, like, the insignias. Yeah, and then you get the puzzles, and then... Which is also interesting, because that means Subject 16 also had an assassin sometime in that mm. time er- time frame, time area. Yeah, so he imprinted all those, like... It's kind of like he hacked into the Animus by being into it and everything like yeah. that. Well, is, is is it this one, or is it Brotherhood, where he's... Revelations, Revel- actually. Oh, okay, never Okay, I'm <laughs> getting way too games. Two games ahead. <laughs> Jeez, this is going to turn into a long fucking episode. Well, you know, we're going on about it. But uh, anyway, yeah, so... I don't, anything else really huge that you remember important but towards the end of the game? Before towards the end of the game? Bef- before the end of the game? Um, honestly, not I mean, really. I'm sure there is, but I mean... Like it's, I said, it's, it's just basically... Basically, this game kind of let you play with all the new things. Yeah. Like, early on. Before it delved too deep into the story. Mm-hmm. Like, the first one. Like, the first one... Like, well, you got to ask all the questions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but with this one... This one, you're kind of getting... You're kind of learning a little more about it, and then you get another kind of a bombshell at the end towards him. All right, so you go through yeah. the game. At the... You know, Pope is the Pope now. Borgia's the Pope now. You end up in uh, Vatican City. Or, actually, no, you end up in a... Is it Rome that he's in? The, no, because you fight him in the Vatican, right? Yeah, no, the Pope is in the Vatican. Right, but yeah. But he makes trips out yeah. to see his, basically, lieutenants. Yeah, you fight the Pope, uh, or you go through the Vatican, like, that's the only time, like, you don't explore the Vatican or anything. It's just, um, that part. Anyway, you have this, you battle through the Vatican, you end up fighting the Pope. Uh, alright. Alright, anyway, back to the Pope. Unpause. Unpause. Back to the Pope. We were saying, you go to the Vatican, you fight him, since he's, you know, the big... Templar Grandmaster, whatever. He has a staff with a piece of Eden on it. Yeah, well, you learn that at the end of the game. Yeah. Well, we're at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> You know, and he's fucking around. You beat him, but you do something that you shouldn't do. You don't kill him. <laughs> yeah, that you, that that comes back to haunt you. Because you wanted to be better. Yeah, yeah Ezio's like, I'm going to be a better man. I, you're just going to have to live with your fucking shame. I'm going to take this apple, and then, you know... Then, you find uh, out, like, um... Yeah, what was her? That was Juno or Minerva. I don't remember which. Well, well, you also find out that the Vatican is sitting on top of a yeah, <laughs> basically sitting on top of a creator's yeah. uh, temple of sorts. Yeah, and um, it's weird because you find out <coughs> there was another race before the humans on Earth. Yeah, as we refer to them as the first civilization. First civilization. And um, because of this, they had like all sorts of. I mean, I don't want to say superpowers, but compared to a human. You know, they were much more than that. They were a god race of sorts. That's where, like, the, um, the ble- or not the bleeding, but the eagle vision, that comes from them. Yeah. You know, all that Does it come from their ancestors? Yeah. So the assassins are the ancestors, well... No, t- not t- really. T- it comes with their blood mixing in with them. Like, ah, okay. You know, because not, not every... Oh, they interbred. Well, yeah. not, not every assassin has eagle vision. I thought they all did. I don't think. I thought they all did. Or maybe they... I don't know. I thought it was Whatever. like borderline prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe they do. I don't remember. That's... I'm sad I don't remember. Anyway, you find out. And then it's it's almost like this hologram recording of June Orman, or I forget which one. And she mentions Desmond. You know, and Ezio is like, who's Desmond? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is Desmond? Well, yeah. she's talking to Desmond through... Yeah, through Ezio. She, while memories, Ezio yeah. is there... What, and, this is, and this is where it gets a little weird. While mm-hmm. Ezio is there in person, mm-hmm. she talks to him, but she also talks... To Desmond, who is yeah. looking in on Ezio, and Ezio's like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not Desmond. Yeah, and she's talking about this cataclysmic event that's going to wipe out, you know, the human race, pretty much, on December 21st, 2012, mm. and how, you know, Desmond needs to stop this. 
Now he's the only one that can do it. Yeah, he's the only one. Desmond is the key to survival. And as he was like, oh, like, huh? <laughs> eh? What's going on here? And um, you also find out through, uh, which I mentioned earlier about Assassins and Templars, I guess, how um, the Assassins first started, or whatever. When you get all of the clues from Subject 16, you get a video basically about how Adam and Eve were two escaped sla- human slaves, because that's pretty much what humans were. Yeah. <laughs> You know, to the first civilization. And they kind of were, I guess, in a way, the start of the whole... Human race. Human race slash assassins. You know, because the assassins being against them. Well, and Templars, too. Because the Templars were really... Assassins that broke off from... Yeah. yeah, Templars and assassins, like we've said before, they're two sides of the same coin. They're very much much intertwined. Yeah. They just had two different ways of doing things. But it all started with Adam and Eve escaping. Yes. You know, from the first civilization with an apple. The apple of Eden, as it is called. Yes. Which, (laughs) you know, ties it into the biblical storyline thing. Right. And then at the uh, end of that, let's see, you don't escape to Monteregione until the beginning of Brotherhood or is it the end of 2? It's at the end of 2. You escape Mm -hmm. to current day Monteregione. Right. Because you find out at the end of 2... That Ezio has like hidden something. Like right, Ezio has like something hidden there. There's like mm-hmm. a, there's a like a like a underneath the big mansion. Right. It's like the a vault vault thing. type thing. Right, and so you go there, and that's going to be your assassin's base in the next game, pretty much. Yes. Well, don't you go there halfway? <laughs> well, I was two? about to say. Also, in two, you learn you learn that there are. This is where you truly learn about how big the world is as far as assassins and templars go. Because remember, underneath there, you learn about how there is, um, mm-hmm. like, you have like statues of like famous assassins from history. Right. Yeah. Um, Altair is at the very front, right. which which leads me to believe that the assassins, like, they they were kind of like home base, like mm-hmm. they spread from. Um, right. Um, um, where the, I fucking said the name earlier. Jerusalem, <clears throat> pretty much the well, Holy not, Land. Yeah, the whole they basically spread out from there. But you find out there's like, uh, there's like, and and you also find out that they Masai, Masai, that they use other term, other weapons and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like you had one that was you used a bow and arrow. One yeah. used poison. You know, one you, you is that and definitely uh, which uh, this will go into Revelations too. But you also, if you read into it, because there's a lot to read into. There's a well. lot to read into. Uh, like. During Elzir's travels, like after the Bloodlines game, like he travels the world, he he meets up with Genghis Khan in Mongolia to try and stop that. <clears throat> yeah, you know, and he meets up. Well, that's that's in my opinion, that's where the other assassins. That's how the other assassin bureaus started mm-hmm. around the world, in my opinion. And like I said, I could be very that wrong. Might, they uh, could, uh, they that, that's have, something I'd have to read up on. They definitely, have, they can have this shit written out. They probably from do. what <laughs> I well, from what I thought. Altair went basically traveled the world. I, th- I starting Brotherhood. Start, that's that's my thought. Well, really, and let's this will lead into our next game, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That's what Ezio does. Is he kind of starts a Brotherhood and then more well, he, Brotherhoods he join up? Re, yeah, he, he reinvigorates he, it. He yes. reinvigorates the Assassin Order pretty much. <laughs> and well, in this area, in that area, but then he also meets up with other Brotherhoods too. Not in the game per se. When did he? But around that time, oh, did he meet up with other Brotherhoods? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the reading portion that I just <laughs> didn't get to. So that's not that's not an as I remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's an as Jake remembers. Well, he he basically he invigorates the Brotherhood like even as a whole really to be you know yeah. bigger because it kind of died off a bit in between one and two. You know, stop being distracted. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Jesus Christ. Sorry, he's a good guy. If you're not gonna take this seriously, <laughs> I'm taking it seriously. I'm sorry, Jacob. 
But anyway, and I think uh, that would be the end of two, really. Yeah, really. Um, I mean, you basically, you kind of vow to like kind of start it up at the end of two. Mm-hmm. Almost, and you're like... You know, and then you go on, and then Brotherhood. You well, start, yeah. <coughs> Brotherhood, you start off, you're in Monteregione, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're in the Animus 2.0, learning more about Ezio. Yeah, well, your home base and, is in Monteregione. Right, and you learn more about, like, the Brotherhood and more secrets. Wait, uh, let me ask you this. Did your dad come back and at the end of 2? No. And Brotherhood? No, actually, it was the, uh... End, well, kind of the end of Brotherhood, but we'll get to that, because it's... It has to do with the end of Brotherhood. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Because like, all this storyline stuff here kind of happens right. like immediately, like all together. Mm-hmm. But uh, you start off um, Monteregione, and also in Ezio's timeline, you're in Monteregione. In fact, yeah, the first thing you do, you wake Brotherhood. up after boning Catherine <laughs> to Sforza. Catherine Sforza. And the Templars are attacking you, pretty much. <laughs> they shoot a cannonball through your window, if I remember correctly. Actually, yes, they do. <laughs> And you're like, basically. ah, fuck. Yeah, and you basically have gotta to get defend... Gotta get my pants on. <laughs> you basically defend Monteregione with your uncle Mario, mm-hmm. who's also an assassin. I don't know if we mentioned yes. that. Well, the, yeah, it's a, it's a family business. You basically, you basically turn Monteregione into the kind of like assassin headquarters. Of the time. Uh, of the Assassin's Creed 2 time frame. But, but that's going to move because you've been attacked. Well, yeah, and at, at, you've been attacked and you get overrun and you have to mm-hmm. escape. Yeah. Like they destroy your town. For the most part, and take it over. And so you go to Rome, and that's where the whole game pretty much takes place. Yeah, actually, yeah, literally, it does. I mean, you, you do go outside of Rome, but literally, <clears> the <throat> entire game happens in Rome and in sections <clears throat> of Rome. Which I liked Brotherhood because it added, <clears throat> because they and it made it easy. But they had the whole Brotherhood aspect to it, where you you could recruit assassins and mm. like call them to your aid at you yep. know, any moment's notice. Which you're, is, you're really building up the Brotherhood. That's the whole yeah, story cool. point in this game. Quite literally building up the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, then you meet up, uh, your big villain of this game is actually uh, Cesare Borgia, as well as the Pope for the, most of it, too, because he's still around, because you didn't kill him for some reason. you were a bitch. Yeah, in the last game. But uh, it ends up in, uh, I mean... I guess I could skip around a little. Just like in history, the Pope gets poisoned, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But it's by Cesare in the game, you know. And then Which Ce- is odd. Cesare becomes, I would guess... Well, the really, villain. the Pope tried to kill his son with mm-hmm. the poison. And in, in the game, yeah. the Pope tried to kill Cesare because he saw how bad Cesare was mm-hmm. becoming. Cesare was like, this is fucking poison. You eat it, old man. <laughs> Jackass, try to kill me. Fuck yeah. you. Um, you get to kidnap uh, the sister in this yeah. one, was which was kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in this one, this one isn't this one the first one where you find a separate piece of Eden in the game? Yeah, because you use it yourself, you know, going through yeah. uh, that one part of uh, Rome, yeah. whatever. Uh, what, oh fuck! Um, see, this is where my memory yeah. gets a little hazy because you keep pressing the A button and you keep like shooting out that wave. Of yeah. It's like... <laughs> But no, um, oh, and also, and I forgot to mention in the in these games, and it's a feature that I like. But you also get a special kind of armor in the game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which... Yeah, you get the armor of Brutus in this one, right? Yeah, <clears throat> Brutus, the legendary yeah. fucking et tu Brute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that was. But basically, basically, I'm trying to remember the the end game of mm-hmm. of this one is basically Cesare's being an asshole, <laughs> kills his dad, mm-hmm. the Pope. He's got an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Not kill- just a poison one. <laughs> yeah. You kill Cesare. Yeah, you throw him off of a building. <laughs> no, off a cliff. Is it a cl- well, it's kind of a... Well, yeah, they kind of go yeah. up the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you... You, you... you make good on the mistakes you made in the last game. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I'll finish this off. Yeah. Um, and then you ba- you rebuild the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Like that... 
I, I, oh, and Da Vinci makes another appearance in yeah. this one as well. <laughs> and Machiavelli. And, oh, yeah, and Machiavelli. And I, I hate to say that's pretty much it about it, but that's all I really yeah, this remember. One, this one, the end game story wasn't that huge. Yeah, and same with the next one, which we'll get to in a sec. But but the in the real current mm-hmm. day story that added a whole another aspect mm-hmm. because old Papadilio showed up. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. okay. You yeah. The current day uh, Montreal, I believe uh, you leave that area. I don't know if you get attacked. I don't think you do. But you leave it to go to the Colosseum in Rome to find this new thing from the first civilization to find out more about what the hell this solar flare thing is yes. and what's going on with this cataclysmic event in December is going on. You find that you meet a different first civilization person that gets into Desmond, you know. And this one I think is Minerva. I think Juno was right. the first one. And I, I God, I feel so bad for not remembering. Because Juno, Juno's the nice one. Minerva's the kind of nasty. Yeah, one. and then um, Desmond, you know, meets Minerva really, and then he stabs Lucy in the gut with his, his yeah. Assassin's because blade. Lucy, and you find this. You out find this out in the, the DLC. In the DLC, you find out she was actually a triple agent. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she a, was all working for the Templars. She was a all Templar this whole spy. time. Yeah, she started as an assassin. I think she started. She was an actual assassin. Then she spied. She for spied the assassins on the Templars. On the Templars. Then the Templars found out about it mm. and re- converted her basically mm. and made her follow you around and yeah, outsource that information. But also after you stab Lucy. And it, well, first of all, like I said, without the DLC, you're like, what the fuck? And you don't find out for a while. It's like, why the hell would he do that? But then yeah. you go into a coma. Yeah. And because, then, because you had uh, Minerva in you, yeah. I think. And then you hear, you, you hear, that's when you hear your father, you know, because they put you basically in a band and they're going to Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the old assassin's outpost into the cave up there as well. Yes. <clears throat> which, uh, that'll lead into Revelations, which you're in a coma the whole time. Also hooked up to the Animus in the back of event. Yeah, I forgot about that. And in, in, in Revelations, there's no real current day story arc because you're yeah. Whenever you play, as, you, whenever you play as Desmond, it's like this hub island thing inside the Animus where you meet up with Subject Sixteen, yeah. or at least the you're digital in, memory of him. You're almost like dreaming, yeah, like, of sorts. Because you're in a coma. Yeah. <laughs> While also hooked up to the Animus. Yeah, they hook your ass up to the Animus <laughs> to find out more secrets. So when you wake up, you mm. can be better. No more. <laughs> well, no more because well, in Revelations, like we mentioned, uh, Altair is playable in certain parts because this is all about Ezio. He's an old man now. He has a gray beard, yeah, old man, and everything. Ezio. He goes to uh, Istanbul now, but Constantinople, yeah. <laughs> or is it Istanbul, or is it Constantinople? It was right. Constantinople. It's now Istanbul. All right. Why did Constantinople get the works? Get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks, John. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> anyway, he goes to Constantinople. And to find out more about what Altair knew about these apples and stuff. What's funny is, one of my favorite characters from the Assassin's Creed yeah, games yeah. is Yusef. And, no, spoilers, <laughs> he dies in the game and I was incredibly upset. <laughs> I loved Yusef. He was so fucking just real and I was just like, what the fuck? Like... Dude, but it I, worked for the story. I'm going to say, before Revelations came out, do you remember that trailer? It showed him going back to Masayef, and it's uh, Masayef's like all abandoned, and like the Templars find him, and they're going to hang him. So, yeah. That was such a good trailer. Yeah, I should well, use that music as the uh, you should, intro music. You should. But yeah, well, actually, that's what you do in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. That's how you get to Turkey. Mm-hmm. You you go back to Masayef to find out more shit. Mm-hmm. About from Altair's time. Yeah, and but the Templars are already there. Yeah. They're basically expecting you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in this one, you really didn't have like a real big bad guy. It's just kind of right. like a dude working for the Templars. He's like, yeah, we heard you were coming here, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And um, 
You basically... There's, Templars are basically just watching your ass while you're trying to find... Basically, you're finding these hidden discs that were hidden by Altair throughout yes. Constantinople. <laughs> you're, ba- you're basically retracing mm. Altair's steps. Yeah. Learning more about Altair. Mm. Because they didn't have an animus at the time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it basically leads you to Turkey. Mm. Istanbul. <clears throat> but not Constantinople. <clears throat> Shut up. <laughs> I should use that as the theme song for this. No. <laughs> That would be awful. Oh, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> that would be awful. Nah, but anyway, yeah, and uh, so you go through that. Um, there, you learn there's some new mechanics in the game, like the uh, landmines and bomb making. Yeah, landmines, you know? bomb making. It wasn't too huge. A they didn't bring of it back. Yeah. No. Oh, they also had the. Uh, they kind of brought this back. The um, the hook. Yeah, the hook. <coughs> the hook. Uh, it was like a, the, the the hook, so you could slide down yeah, zip so lines. You, so you could do zip lining. It, it was so funny how they introduced it in the game. Yusef was like. He was like, yeah, we just use this. Yeah. And uh, and Etsy was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, you don't know about the <laughs> the, the grappling hook attachment yeah. to your hidden the blade? Hook blade. You know, it's <laughs> the like... hook blade. It, and it makes you like tackle people, jump over their backs type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they also added a, a fortress uh, dimension to uh, the Brotherhood mm-hmm. fighting thing. Um, yeah, and that was they didn't bring that back out. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the RTS type thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that part I I erased that from my mind. <laughs> I didn't mind it so much. It was it was okay. I was just was, I was so bad at it towards the end. Yeah, towards <laughs> so, the, I, I would get frustrated because I'd be like, "Fuck, they killed my guys. Fuck, fuck." Like, it was it was just annoying. But basically, you got to basically kind of play around with. And I thought this part of the story was interesting. You got to play around with another. Uh, uh, another brotherhood, like yeah, like it was the Turkish brotherhood. Yeah, you got much. to play around the Turkish brotherhood, and um, like it was, I don't know. I just thought it was, I just thought it was in- interesting because you got to learn that not everything you know revolves around you know, and but the, uh, not everything revolves around you, even though it does, because you are the grandmaster. Because mm. I, I think at one time there is a grandmaster of the assassin order, mm. and everyone else is just like leader of the brotherhood yeah. and the city. Or at least if you're, he's not the grandmaster. Etsy was very well known by this time. Well, I think yeah, he actually yeah. called him the grandmaster. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> I was about to say these games were played what five years ago, mm. four years, six. Revelations was like four, I think. Four. Yeah, it's a long time ago. No, Revelations was three. Was it? Yeah. Okay. And Brotherhood was four, and two was five, <laughs> and then the first one came out like seven years ago. But Jesus, but either either way, um, uh, basically, basically, yeah. Subject sixteen, basically, as far as current day, like I said, you're in a coma. Mm-hmm. You, you talk with him a lot. He teaches you a lot of shit that happened. Basically, mm-hmm. gives you his story, how he died, what happened to him. Um, basically, tells you to fight the good fight. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> gives you a big pep talk, and he's like, "Wake up." <coughs> yeah, he kind of actually wakes you up. He's mm. like, "Hey, asshole, wake the fuck up." Yeah, and as far as um, Ezio's part, like, like you said, it's pretty much him through Constantinople. Well, um, I, you, no, no, go for it. Go for uh, it I was gonna say, it. you find the memory disc from Altair, which, like you said, kind of like an animus for them because he can view them and view what Altair was going, and that's the part you play as Altair. Like, you play through him, he goes back to Masayev, sees that the Brotherhood's been corrupted, you know, and has to take out the leader of them. Mm-hmm. He plays Altair as, like, a super old homeless-looking man. It, yep. it was almost sad trying to climb up the Dude, ledge. It was, it was annoying, <laughs> man, because you were so slow. Like, it forced you to be slow, and you're like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh. Um, oh, but you also find out that Altair had two... Uh, two, two sons. Two yeah. sons. Uh, one died, but the other one is the one that basically yeah. continued the lineage. The other one, yeah, by the end of Altair's story, he basically, he takes the apple and he buries himself alive with it. Which I thought was very interesting. <laughs> He's like, I'm here, I'm here to die. Like, he goes and he yeah. dies in Mos Eif and he... 
he buries himself alive with the apple and his son yeah. closes the vault. Yeah, you know. which is so interesting to me. Like, But, but well, at the end, Ezio finds him. Yeah, he's Ezio like, finds so, him. You see Altair's skeleton holding the apple. Yeah, so he's much. like, oh, so you're Altair in <laughs> Lama Hama bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Altair bin Surab. <laughs> well, what, what's funny about that is also, that's where Ezio retires. Yeah. But what's also critical is that Ezio meets Desmond. Yes. Um, and he finds out who Desmond is, and they have a conversation, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd, because if you... Could you imagine in, like, the late 1400s, um, you're just kind of in an old tomb, and you meet a guy well, that's I, 700 years older than you? I'm sure after all the shit that uh, Ezio's seen well, yeah, throughout his life, say, he's not as surprised. As could have been that surprising. Um, <laughs> but you basically find out that he's your kind of heir of sorts, and he's going to save the world. Mm-hmm. And he, he, it's so funny to me because he, he basically like places the apple down in this mm-hmm. holder thing and he's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Takes his takes his assassin armor off and just kind of walks the fuck out. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. Although, and, uh, I've done what I'm supposed to do. Yep, and then at the end, uh, Desmond wakes up from his coma. You see your father there and you're in Canada. And you're at a cave. Yeah. You're at the like, cave. Alright, what's next? Now before we go on to three, I'll... I just want to talk a little bit about Ezio, some extra Ezio stuff. Okay. I don't know too much. He had one portable game for the DS where you meet Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Something like that. It's a side-scroller one. I never finished it. It's not that important anyway. And he also had, um, well, there were three movies surrounding Ezio's thing. Uh, there was one about his father. It was live action. Okay. There was a short animated one that takes place before Brotherhood. And then um, there was one, which uh, I remember the most. It was actually a pre-order type gift with um, Revelations. It was an animated movie about him after Revelations. Really? Like, as an old man, you meet up with uh, Xiao Jun. Interestingly enough, Xiao Jun, when you buy the season pass for Assassin's Creed Unity, there's a whole other game, side-scroller, you play as with Xiao Jun from this. But she meets up, she goes all the way from China, the China Brotherhood to, to meet up with Ezio, pretty much. This is when Ezio is like a really old really man. Like old. He's like an old retired man. Yeah, and you get to see him fight one more time. He still kind of got it. But then at the end of the movie, he actually uh, he goes out with his family. He has a wife, his wife and his daughter. and um, Which his wife he meets in Revelations. Yeah. You know? Uh, but uh, they go out to the marketplace. He sits down on a bench and he just kind of dies. You know, just like peacefully. <laughs> and that's the end of Ezio's story, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, see, I didn't know. Oh, I knew, I knew vaguely about that. I think we had spoken about that mm-hmm. stuff before, but... But yeah, but that's the first time you meet the Chinese Brotherhood member, who's a female, <laughs> Xiao Jun, and yeah. some Chinese, you know, like Templars or whatever, like ninjas, basically come and fight them. <laughs> that is kind of that's racist. Um. <laughs> I know because ninjas are Japanese. We know. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but it's cool. I, I do have all the movies because the uh, the animated movie before Brotherhood actually it was an extra on the live action movie which I have on Blu-ray over there. Which is I got it the Walmart bin for like seven bucks. <laughs> it was in the cheap bin. Of course it was. Hey, but you, you, I mean, which I already forgot about it. But like I said, the live action movie is about his father, like right before the events of him dying. Right, right. Um, like uh, he does one last mission as an assassin. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, now we're on to uh, and, uh, a lot more fresh stuff. That was pretty much uh, the Ezio trilogy. Like I would say, I would dare to say the most beloved assassin yeah. in the series. Well, like I said, he got his own fucking trilogy. He certainly he was one of uh, one of he probably is still my favorite. Although he does have some competition later on for me as an assassin character. Yeah. But, <clears throat> third game, one of the most uh, 
not likes games, I should say, from a lot of people. I like the third game. I really I, I, did. I enjoy the third game, but I would honestly say the third <laughs> game is probably the second least popular behind the first one. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And I certainly did agree with him. But uh, we're just going to have to find out about that one another time. You see, we actually had about a two-hour podcast recorded. and um, But after we tried listening back to it, uh, for some reason, uh, about halfway or so through our discussion for Assassin's Creed 3, uh, the mic just went silent. I mean, it was still kind of recording, but not really, which kind of sucked because we talked all the way through 4 and we included, you know, Liberation and... Um, well, Freedom Cry, that's that's what that one was called. And uh, we also talked a little bit about Rogue and Unity, like, uh, it upcoming, which it still is, as of tonight. Um, I'll be at the midnight launch. Uh, John's supposed to be there, too, at Best Buy. Everyone should know our stance on GameStop by now. But um, anyway, so uh, we're just going to take this chance to make it a two-parter. I think John suggested to me talking about Unity and Rogue as well so we well we'd have to play those first and um so this one might come out a little later than after we record i don't know i'll talk to him about it we'll we'll see i really wanted it to come out all at once since you know john actually finished for which i mentioned previously and uh who knows when he's gonna finish unity i don't know maybe it'll be better maybe it'll be worse who knows but uh you know what they say the best laid plans of Jake and John often go awry.